0: He's going to run it, and keep it himself.
1: Reed is all by himself. Give him six, Jordan Reed. Second and goal. Johnson,
0: sprinkle, touchdown. Reed, he's going to the end zone. Has a man open. Dixon down the middle, caught, touchdown.
2: Josh Johnson
1: to the goal
0: line and into the end zone for a watch.
1: Welcome back to another edition of the Josh and Jordan podcast. It's been a while, but we are officially back. There's been a lot of things that has happened in the football landscape, in the sports landscape in general, and just in life in general. But of course, I have to ask how my wonderful co-host is doing. Josh, how's life, man? How's everything been with you? Uh, Life is
2: moving, bro. You know, had to work out with the Titans. Just trying to get (laughs) signed, but... Unfortunately that didn't happen but uh got some stuff in the works on the football side. Um, i I ain't gonna talk about it too much right now, but we we'll, once we once it comes out or whatever happens then you will know what I'm talking about. Um and then, you know, just doing other things like a typical stuff off the field, running you know, getting stuff for our foundation. Got a clothing line, just different stuff like that. That's about it though.
1: That's good, man. And I was I wanted to know if you were going to bring that up or not, just because I seen Adam Schefter tweeted it out. I kinda had a little bit of beef with you just because you didn't tell me. You kinda went behind my back a little bit. And you know, I don't ever have no beef with you or anything. Just I was excited to see him tweet that out just because I take pride in who my co-host is and I'm happy for you. And unfortunately oh. unfortunately the Titans didn't sign you, but I was hoping that they did just because I wanted you to get another shot. And that's why I did hit you up, just because Adam Schefter tweeted it out, and I just wanted to know, hey, what was up, man? <laughs> and I was, I was gonna be super happy for you, but that's why I hit you up with that random text message, and I'm sure your phone was buzzing after he did post that. So. Uh, the workout, man, just just talk to us a little bit about that just because we always see these guys work out. They go through such and such and such and such. We, we never know exactly what goes on behind the scenes with these workouts, and I'm sure you've been through the process a million times with teams hitting you up, you having to get on a plane to fly right away to, to go to these workouts. So just take us a little bit behind the scenes and maybe not specifically with the Titans, but some of the workouts that you have been through before.
2: I mean, typically, you know, if you've been through any type of evaluation process, it's pretty the same. It's just uh, every team does have their own little things of how they go about knowing if you're healthy or not. Basically, are you are you good enough to go perform? So that's the base thing. Then you go through drills, and uh, if they uh, you never really know what's going on. Honestly, that's kind of one thing I kind of really try not to trip off of because. You may go in there under the impression that you may that you may going to get signed, um, and then you not, may not end up getting signed, whether that be a situation
1: because
2: they ultimately didn't really want you to sign. They just wanted you to come work out, but they had to get you to come out there or they didn't like you in the workout. It's just numerous things that you really don't know, so you just go out there and get evaluated real quick. Like for us, we went out, me and a couple of quarterbacks, and... Through to a few receivers through some different routes, and so I don't, I mean, they can. I'm pretty sure they, they recorded it and then they go back and look at it. They said I worked out good, but I didn't get signed, so we took that for whatever it is. But I mean, I was cool because uh, just to get evaluated so they can see that I can still spin it, and and um. That's pretty much it, though. But it was a long cross trip, country trip. It's like a one day thing. You Either flying the day before. I've taken red eyes before, and it worked out in the morning, cause I'm on the west coast. So it's just funny how that process leads up to it, because you really never know. They just call you out the blue, right? And they're like, need you, come work out." <laughs>
1: you, <got that. laughs> you, you just gotta got to be really ready, man. And I'm sure, like, I'm sure it's happened, like, probably in the middle of the night, one time for you, whether it was your agent or your team hit you up or something like that, like, hey, we need you to catch this red eye and we need you to work out in the morning. So I'm pretty sure it's really exciting times, especially when you're trying to get signed, like a guy like you, and I'm sure you'll be on the NFL roster. Very soon, just because injuries happen and unfortunately some things do happen at the quarterback position, we've seen some of the backups around the league really take the league by storm and have filled in for some of these starters, whether that was because of injury or other things that have happened. So I'm pretty sure your opportunity is coming. But of course, I'm sure you have some other stuff already in the works, like you did mention. And I can't wait for you to reveal some of that stuff that you do have planned. But we have an action packed show on tap for you guys. We're going to talk about exactly what it means. To have some business ventures and be more of an athlete outside of the playing area or playing surface, whichever surface that you do play on. So we're going to get into some business ventures that Josh has and also some of the things that I've had some experiences with. And also in the last segment, we'll get into non-mobile versus mobile quarterbacks. And we've seen how Lamar Jackson is able to affect the game. Uh, with the Baltimore Ravens when he got the big win over the New England Patriots uh, last week. So we're going to get into that topic. But I want to go ahead and get started on this more than the athlete thing. And it's really something that started with LeBron James. He really kind of coined that phrase more than the athlete. But we've seen others have business ventures outside of football, basketball, whatever their sport is. So I'll open up the floor to you. Just talk about some of the business ventures that you do have and just exactly what it means to be more than just an athlete.
2: Well, um, I have foundation that I co-founded with my cousins that we've been doing since 2008. That's going really well. Um, have a clothing line that's started about a couple of years ago with, uh, with my partners from uh, Italy. Um, do like some private stuff in the real estate side, trying to really grow. In that department, because land is really, I mean, real long term is valuable. And then um, got some little esports stuff with that I that I that I got going on as well, called UGLWorld.com. And, and you know, I mean, they just typical things that I that I kind of wanted to, that I knew I was interested in, that I, I could see myself investing in the same way I invested my time in in sports to try to you know grow something, because ultimately, I mean. You hear it all the time, but sports ain't forever. Just off simple genetics, because you can't run around and and jump and perform at a high level just forever. It's just it's not possible. So you gotta have something else. But what I like, what I've learned, I mean, I think that the reason why is really important because I think how it used to be, a lot of people were just raised to be athletes, bro. But when you look at the amount of exposure and the, amount of resources and the amount of things that you really ultimately surrounded by. You feel me? Like if you was actually be a sponge of that and start practicing these same things that you ultimately are a part of because we're cause, 'cause athletes play a major role in everything, like like you that you are the draw, you have the influence. But there's so oh, no. many other things going on around that. And if you understand how you fit into those puzzles, like these things May become of something that you can really be bigger than, and that really has you allows you to have more control over situations that you may want to be involved in, or or people that's like minded or similar backgrounds as you. And I think that's what you see nowadays, like what LeBron is doing, um, other athletes. I think they're they're paying attention to just the whole machine. You know what I'm saying when I say yeah. that, and they Absolutely. want to not just yeah. be like. <laughs> not just be like you know the attention but also want to be the constructor of it like they want to put the pieces together they want to put the puzzle together and in all good businessmen like they they grow to be good and great because of trial and error but i mean if you could start that at a younger age especially when you're at the height of your athletic performance when you have that influence i mean It's it allows you to have a really like a leg up because you've already got the attention that most people want on their business. Now it's like, all right, what are you really offering? That's when you kinda use your resources to, you know, say, All right, how do I make my what I'm doing be professional and meet the standard and expectation of of people the same way that the things are are around me and you learn from that. And like you use that so now you can create things for yourself and others by using the opportunity that you just got from sports. And having that mind frame, I think, to me, is what I'm starting to see happen a little bit more. And it's it's kind of exciting, though, because I know there was a point in time where it was like, oh, you make it to the league, you made it. And, you know, I can make a big, fat contract and, and be done. But now it's like, you know, you see guys like Draymond say he want to be a billionaire. Mm-hmm. You see other guys like um, LeBron his own school, like these things. I mean, they probably have been going on as well, but I just think you're going to see more of that type of things popping up, guys of owning their self, and I feel like you should. Exactly, you in a unique space from like a, just a common person. I think just the simple fact that when you look at it from a business standpoint, you can be the billboard. You can be the boss. <laughs> you can be the employee. You could be. You can. You can. You can wear so many different hats within yourself because of the position that you're in.
1: No doubt. And if
2: you understand those positions, like and understand how to utilize them, I think the sky is the limit. And I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but it's not easy for nobody that's successful. When you start really meeting a lot of successful people. In certain situations, some people, you know, they haven't made, but some people, like you, hear the common thing of people working hard and making a name for themselves and making a name out of whatever they're trying to do. But sports, like you know, it kind of catapults you to that. And if you, you know, ready for that opportunity, you can do a lot of great things with it. So that's kind of what I just try to do with things and like. But as I've grown and just doing like more business and just learning about it. Like you just you just learn like I just look at the whole world now just different man. Like when I see buildings now I don't look at them as just a building. You can look at it as an opportunity. <laughs> right. You can really understand what to do with that opportunity. But then as an athlete you can go find the right resources and and things and know how to use it to actually go learn how to make that situation beneficial for not only yourself, but for your family over long term. I see a lot more players focused like that. But it's a lot to learn, though, and that's why you gotta have a strong team. But I think if your focus is there, you're gonna see a lot more athletes doing a lot more special things in the world, which is becoming more trendy.
0: The holidays are almost here, and you know what that means, gifts. And what better gift to give a guy in your life than a stylish shirt that fits just right? Unlike most brands, Untucked shirts are actually designed to be worn untucked. Untucked shirts always fall at just that right length, no matter your size. So he or you look casual and sharp at all times. I know for me, it's it's always a hassle going out and trying to find an outfit to wear. I've got you know some great short sleeve shirts, I've got some good long sleeve ones, but Any of the sharp looking long sleeve ones are designed to to be worn at work and they're just not the right size, not the right length. So Untuckit is a great place. I'm gonna be checking it out. You should check it out and be using promo code BLUE at checkout to get 20% off on your order. It's such a frustrating process and Untuckit's created just the perfect product to fill that exact need. So whether you're shopping for the perfect holiday gift or just trying to craft a smart, relaxed style of your own, Untuckit is the way to go. So visit untuckit.com and use promo code BLUE at checkout to get 20% off. That's U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T dot and promo code BLUE for 20% off. Support for Blue Wire comes from Manscaped, who's number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Shaving down there can be way more timely, difficult, and even painful than it needs to be. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their Lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag. Manscaping accidents can finally be a thing of the past. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls, that's just nasty. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits, but why aren't you putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? You can get 20% off and free shipping with the code blue at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code blue wire at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code BlueWire.
1: No doubt, man. And I love everything you said about that just because, Athletes are just more than a brand on the field. And I think that's something that really kind of gets lost, especially in the NFL, just because there's so many rules and regulations with what exactly they can do. As far as from an on-the-field perspective, we saw touchdown celebrations really – just start to come back last year with some freedom in that area. But prior to that point, they really weren't able to express themselves. Of course, we know the whole exact exact Colin Kaepernick ordeal and everything that went on with that. That's another subject for another day. But we know just the type of things that they are able to and unable to express. So just hearing you have some of these business ventures going on, you're very invested in all of this stuff. It makes me really happy just because I love seeing athletes being able to express themselves freely For the most part, just because you have to understand that they're worth so much money that it's just more its more important than what they show on the field or on the court or whatever the sport that they're playing. So I love that they're able to extend their brand, not only on the playing surface, but also outside of that as well, just because I think that is very important, just because they are so valuable in so many areas. So just hearing you saying you have so many different ventures and you're getting your hands dirty in a lot of different areas outside of football. I'm I'm really, really happy to hear that. You talk about a clothing line and then you have some other people that you're working with as well. So that's really cool to hear, especially coming from a guy like you. So uh, just a little bit about me as far as some other stuff that I have dabbled my hands in with. Uh, I'm a huge advocate of community service. That's something that I've done even going back to when I was playing. I actually got an award for that. I was named to uh, a team called the Allstate Good Works team where it's something that's awarded to Outstanding community service for for athletes every single year So what happened with that was we were able to go to the Sugar Bowl and that was in 2014 I believe it was when Alabama and Oklahoma played in the game. So uh, community service is definitely something that I pride myself in Habitat for Humanity I do some stuff for homeless shelters uh, when I was staying in Durham, North Carolina as well. So just seeing the joy on other people's faces when you're really making their day for the most part. And then you've seen it before when you go talk to, you know, people that are less fortunate, you're like Superman to them. So just seeing stuff like that, that really makes me makes me light up and being able to make their day. That really makes me happy as well. Just that's that's kind of some of the outside ventures that I have dabbled with a little bit. So maybe not to the extent like an entire business. Maybe I'll get there one day. Uh, I'll I'll, be, I'll maybe get to your level one day with you know, having various different types of businesses, that really is my dream to just professionally do some type of community service ever so often. So uh, enough about me. Let's get into this next segment, uh, talking about mobile versus non-mobile type of quarterbacks. And I previewed it a little bit earlier. We talked about uh, very briefly Lamar Jackson and how he's been able to affect the game. And one thing that I love that the Ravens have done for Lamar Jackson is that they pretty much scrapped everything that they wanted to do prior to drafting him. But once they drafted him, they are all in on this unconventional type of offense that I like to say. It's not really a ground to pound type of attack, but it is very creative in a sense. And it's not your traditional type of, you know, West Coast or uh, Earhart Perkins or any other types of forms of spread that we've talked about. It's really a mixture of a lot of stuff, but it does revolve around the ground game just because that really is Lamar Jackson's strong suit. Uh, he really is a quarterback that likes to use his legs much much more than what the average quarterback does do, and he's not as blessed as some of the other passers around the league, but I think he has more than enough to survive as a starting quarterback, and that's what we've already seen from the Ravens. So m- mobile versus non-mobile, just touch a little bit on that and just how you see the difference playing in the NFL today.
2: Um, I think one thing that most
1: which – I'm going to
2: start with a game is most effective for the defense is the pass rush. It completely changes, bro. First of mobile quarterback. I mean, I don't know how you feel about that. I actually want to know what do you, what do you feel? Do you notice the pass how the pass rush changes schematically first and physically because they so worried about him
1: creasing, hitting one of them seams. Do you notice yeah, that? It slows them down just because you can't run up the field and you they can't pin their ears back in a sense just because the quarterback is just going to climb the pocket and he's going to find the crease and he's going to take off. So against Lamar Jackson, your ends have to slow down and they have to keep contained. So it definitely does affect the pa- the pass rush, like you said.
2: So then if you take that into consideration and now, you, now the lineman has the one thing that they really want, they want the defense not teeing off so they can tee off. So there you go, you're talking about schematically I get pushed. And now when you get pushed, it's like, all right, what type of runs are we actually doing? And with most mobile quarterbacks, like, you know, you, you, you can do you can do typical zone read stuff, you know, read the end, whatever. But the Ravens, they have kind of morphed the power run game yeah. with the zone read. And now it's, now we're talking double teams, pulls, quarterback power, which give you another hat on, with a pulling guard. Like, that defense is kind of, you know, that, that that puts the stress on them because in all, in all defenses, run fits, and schemes, it's mostly accounted for this traditional football. It's accounted for the 10 and maybe the quarterback on the boot, but not really the quarterback in the run fits with an extra hat on downhill run schemes and things of that nature. And so that's what I think you see in what's happening with the Ravens. And really, G-Row two for two, man. I mean, actually three because top – I mean, when he was with Ty, Ty, Ty took off in Buffalo. Um, he was with Cap. Obviously, you saw him with Cap. Did in Frisco. Yeah. And, and now look what he's doing with Lamar Jackson. So it just shows to give you. And to me, I like. I was talking football with my cousin, and he was like, "Man, you just can't defend that boy." He's like, "It's no way you really can defend him unless he just having an off day." Yeah. Like and like, and I'm like, "Yeah, you're right," because. The linebackers now, they can't pack their drops as much as in the passing lanes because if that's 10 yards of separation from him if he taking off. You get what I'm saying? Right, They're yeah. got to kind of play in between on everything, and you see him making these intermediate throws. And you see the same thing, like, even when you're looking at what Deshaun is doing. Like, they got typical zone re-run schemes now. He's throwing red zone touchdowns off the fact that you're going to take me on the run or I'm going to just hit this little tight end right here, and it's all off zone reaction play, so it's putting so much pressure on the defense, bro, like putting so much pressure on the defense but what, but like, what but but I think in regards to the topic of what we're talking about I mean, I'm a mobile quarterback so I think now that the I think now that people are starting to grow and turn off their their blinders Let's just keep it a hundred, they blinders and just saying, Let me find the most talented person at this position, instead of saying, Let me go find the most talented player that does only this. No, let me go find the most talented player at this position. And let me get let me get him out here with the best other best ten guys and let me and now let's go play football. And that's what I see that's what I see with these mobile quarterbacks. And now if you get them to do what pocket passers can do, which Deshaun is doing, which Lamar it's not, I mean, he's growing in that, but that ain't really the basis of the offense yet. But it right. puts that much more pressure on the defense, bro. Like, even Patrick Mahomes, like, he's not a scrambler. Look at Aaron Rodgers. But their mobility makes them dangerous, bro. It's, it's
1: yeah. another element you have to add or you have to guard.
2: And you don't, you can't practice that. Nope. Like, when you're trying to practice playing scrambling quarterbacks, they, they, they basically tell the backup quarterbacks, run around on this play. Like, we're going to, like, they, they're just trying to work on how they're going to get their plasters and whatnot. And you're trying to scheme it up, but you can't, you don't know when it's going to get off script. And when it get off script with these men's with these abilities that you really don't practice for, as well as now you got to cover these other guys, it's so much pressure on the defense. There's so much pressure on the defense. And so I think the way the game is changing with the mobile quarterback. I think you're gonna see a a totally different wave of numbers. I think this year we're gonna probably have the first 35 hundred thousand yard rusher.
1: <laughs> right.
2: And now that's that's crazy, but I mean I I did that in college. I was like 800 and I threw for about 3,000 and some. A lot of touchdowns. Put a lot of pressure on defense. I wasn't playing against NFL teams, but within our little world of football, we was playing at USD.
1: That's still crazy was, numbers, it though. It
2: was tough to defend, bro. Like, <laughs> Right. Because, I, 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 cause I mean, I was in tune with teams with schemes they would try to run. It was one team I played in college, bro. They, they didn't rush the whole game. They dropped mm-hmm. seven, eight dudes in coverage, and they spied everybody else. And you just see. <laughs> I mean, because it gets creative. Because now you're going to see how creative these coordinators have to get in order to defend, to me, what the world is, what the game is coming to. Like, remember how San Diego played Baltimore in the playoffs last year? They had seven safeties on the
1: field. Yeah.
2: You don't see that in the NFL. Bro.
1: No, you don't. It's but it's they it's had it's to, it's had it's to the do that, though, just because that's the Baltimore yeah, tried to turn the change. game into a track meet. Yeah. Correct. They tried, to, they tried to turn the game into a track meet. So that was a really good chess move by Anthony Lynn and his so, staff Kudos those of them for doing that. But you, but better, be- if- you better believe that they're going to start running those compact formations it's in those sets and then try to play bully ball if you're going to play, you know, dime or nickel, whatever they are in with all those. Safety. Exactly. That's what they're gonna
2: you spend. got these athletic tight ends. I just think now the way the tight ends is now too it helps because these athletic tight ends is getting down the middle of the field like receivers. Now, how many really how much single how can you really effectively can you run when the tight end can get to the second level? of the passing game so fast, because that's the run action. That's why you see the tight ends in Baltimore, who I think are really good, too. But a lot of these mobile teams really got good tight ends, too. And so I think it's just opening up a lot more. And if these guys play the position how they're supposed to and grow mentally to where they really understand how defense is trying to attack them, and I think they are based on the production that they're doing, I don't really know how you're going to be able to defend this stuff. I
1: really don't know. You're not going to be able to. And that's why I say, like, of course, you know, I'm a draft guy. So I get asked a lot about Jalen Hurts and just how he's going to translate to the league. And I just think if he gets with a team that's willing to accept who he is, I think he definitely could be successful. And it kind of reminds me of Dak coming out just because everyone liked to talk about Dak and how he was kind of was unconventional. And he had to have a team that really accepted him for what he is. And he has some development to do as a passer. And I still think Jalen does have some development to do as a passer. But everybody's acting so surprised by how he's had success as a passer this year. But this is really who he has been. He just wasn't able to show it at Bama just because we know they always have a stable of backs. And Saban always believes believes in the ground and pound. So that's what Alabama is going to be, even though they have teams this year and things have changed up. but. The, the system's going to revolve around those running backs just because that's always what his success has been. But I, I think Jalen's always been a really good passer, but he just wasn't able to show it at Bama.
2: Well, I actually know Jalen, and uh, I just think his maturity level, I'm not surprised at nothing he's doing from, the, I think, the mental component, which to me is a major role in, in the success of a quarterback. And then you just add the physical talents and then just take it with there. Uh, who's the coach that really going to highlight it And you. And like you said, Alabama's going to play Bama football, and they going to play Bama football, <laughs> no matter who back there. But in Oklahoma, Lincoln Riley, you know, he, he put the quarterbacks on the showcase, and, and I mean, Jalen showcasing. And I think he really, like you said, he's going to get picked up by the right team, because he's probably going to get slept on, and then he going to probably have a good career, because mentally he's ready for the process of it, from what I know of him personally. So, I'm not surprised by it, and I think he actually gonna do really solid. But I think in three, four more years, you're not gonna you're not gonna see people fighting these quarterbacks as much as they're fighting it right now. People still are trying to hold on to the old way, man. <laughs> right.
1: They want to yeah. hold on yeah. to the it's... old
2: way, but it's changing. It's
1: it's without changing. question.
2: It's changing. Without
1: question.
2: The coaches is changing. The coaches is receptive of it, and now the creative juices is flowing. And, so, and you just seeing the product of it in the NFL. Like, you never know what the Ravens going to do. <laughs>
1: right. It's tough. It's tough to defend no matter what. And teams are going to catch were, hell. I mean, they just, they, they the just out-schemed the GOAT, ever. man. They just out-schemed the GOAT. No, Bill Belichick. The
2: Patriots was just the greatest scheme ever. They was just <laughs> had the greatest <laughs> defense ever a week ago.
1: Right. It's got 35 put
2: up on it and up and down the field.
1: Right. So, so it, It's going to be an instant chess match, man. And that that was a really deep discussion that we got into. And it was really interesting. So those are the type of things that we will talk about on the Josh and Jordan podcast. But that is our show for the week. Of course, we will be back next week with plenty of other topics to discuss. But today's show covered about being more than an athlete, also non-mobile versus mobile quarterbacks. But once again, thank you guys for listening. Of course, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to listen to the podcast. And we, we will be back next week. Thank you guys for listening.